You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? This is Brandon. This is Kyle. And this is Jay. And we are filmmakers. And... We are drinking. drinking we're bur- not drinking. No, we're not, no, drinking. not drinking bourbon. Not today. Uh, but we are, however, uh, sitting in the middle of probably I don't know five hundred million dollars worth of bourbon. Did, <laughs> have we ran the numbers on this? It's a lot of bourbon. It's so, a whole lot of bourbon. We are super excited to bring you this podcast. This is episode eighty-six. That's right. Uh, and this is our two-year anniversary. We've been at this for two years. It feels doesn't feel like two years. It doesn't feel like two years. Um, Maybe that's because I've only been in like two other podcasts. Yeah, but. and so uh, it's it's a little uh, it's a little odd not having this show without Alex because Alex is uh, the the other half of the the show. Me and him started this a while back, but I've got two great guests um, on the show, and we are coming for you live from one of the uh, barrel houses at Buffalo Trace Distillery. And we're doing this to celebrate our two-year anniversary uh, to date, um, which is, is pretty exciting uh, to be a part of. So we've got uh, Kyle here, which you listeners know. Kyle is a designer at Leapframe. How you, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing a lot better now that I'm at Buffalo nice. Trace. You know? Yeah, yeah. We had a tour this morning. Yeah. We, uh, we, we got to the Pappy. Yeah, we, we touched Pappy. We touched it. That seems dirty now, I'm saying it. But we touched <laughs> a barrel of Pappy nice. Van Winkle. So Got thank, a, thanks so much for uh, for coming down with me. Uh, it was a it was a great drive this morning, and we also have uh, sitting on the other side, uh, we have uh, Jay from the Kentucky Film Commission Governor's Office, the man himself, the power player. What's going on, buddy? I'll tell you what, we're so busy, but so glad to have you here. That's awesome. Well, this has been a long time in the making because, you know. As you know, we are the only filmmaking and bourbon podcast. Yes, and I do know that. And we're also the best. <laughs> <laughs> that does make we're you the best. We're also the best. Yes. So the fact that we're able today to to film the show in bourbon country, in an actual barrel. I'm literally sitting on a barrel of bourbon right now. He is. Uh, I think Frank's going to get some pics. He's going to show you. We don't know which barrel. I could be sitting on a barrel of Pappy. I could be sitting on a barrel of uh, just good old Buffalo Trace. But either way, whatever barrel this is, we should probably get the number after this. Somebody at some point will drink it, and the warmth of my rear end <laughs> is currently affecting the flavors and the aroma <laughs> and the scent of this barrel. The value is going down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's quite it's quite a, an awesome time, but uh, it's it's really exciting. So um, I'm really excited you're, you're able to be on the show. Uh, and what's unique about today is we're connecting our two loves. We're connecting not only the bourbon in bourbon country, sitting on a barrel in Buffalo Trace, but we also have the director of the film office, office, not commission, which we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, here in Frankfurt, the head, the the the, the, the headquarters, capital the capital city of Kentucky. That's right. Um, so we are literally mixing and merging film and bourbon in the birthplace, in the capital. That's right. Look at that. Yeah, and that's a reason to celebrate. Frank, let me tell you about Frank, the producer. This guy is so prepared. A, not only did he bring gear to tape a show show in the Barrel House, which is 
unbelievably great. He packed it in all by himself. He brought a little celebratory uh, noisemaker whistleblower thing that you blow it. It's like a New Year's thing. Kind of ruined the whole surprise of that, but I'm... Well, I mean, I got to set this up. It, they can't watch this. I got to paint the picture. It's a podcast. <laughs> now it kind of seems mean that we're doing a podcast here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is a celebration. That's right. So, uh, I mean, Woo. I think now's the time. Did we just blow out all the levels? Did anybody hear anything? I'm not sure. All right. Uh, so anyway, that seems to be a great, great time to transition with the, the sounding of the horn. There you go. Let's <laughs> hand it off to the head of all things film, bourbon, the love of the land, the bluegrass, racing champion horses. Jay? Well, thank who, you. Who are you? Oh, I am Jay Hall. I am the executive director of the Kentucky Film Office, and I cannot tell you how glad I am to have you here <laughs> Nice. And and on your two your your second anniversary. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, this is this is absolutely fantastic. Who would have so, thought? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not me. But um, we're we're doing some really great things in Kentucky with film, and we're doing some really great things in Kentucky with bourbon, absolutely. as we've done for hundreds of years. Yeah, it's the mecca. So uh, just glad to have you, and and so glad that you got the tour of Buffalo Trace today. Oh man, wasn't that fun? Oh, God. it was great. Ernie. And you got a little sneak peek. Too. Yeah, absolutely. And Ernie, yeah, our Freddy. tour guide, Freddie. Freddie Freddy was our tour yeah. guide, and Freddie's grandpa, his dad and his granddad, yeah. both worked here. Like they knew Elmore. Yeah, they used saying how Booker T's wife used to make him cookies. This so, is crazy stuff. Yeah, if you ever come to Buffalo Trace, you got to ask for Freddie as your tour guide. He was absolutely amazing. Yeah, the tours are great, but Freddie's like a whole other level. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah I so. mean, he, you know, he grew up here. Yeah. You know, he he played here when he was five years old, and he knows each one of these buildings intimately. And he, as we're walking the grounds, he knows every employee. Yeah. He's calling <laughs> he's him by name. Popular, How's it yeah. going? Yeah, yeah. He's working the crowd. You know, oh, he's yeah. the man. Yeah. Everyone so, loves Freddie. Yeah, that's great. Now, um, you you obviously requested for you knew Fred you knew about the Freddie experience. I I will tell you what I called in to the great folks at Buffalo Trace and told them that you were coming and they yeah. pulled out all the stops. Oh, it's been great. Freddie Freddie everyone doesn't get Freddie. Okay? Oh, okay. So oh, special. <laughs> Freddie was was picked especially for you guys wow. because you're your special guests of this distillery and of the film office and. Uh, so yeah, nice. we wanted to make sure you had the man. That is awesome. Well, speaking of the man, uh, you are the man at the film office, right? Yes. Is that a thing? Like, what? <laughs> what, uh, you know, what are you? What do you well, do? It's not the film commission. Yeah. So, like, each state has their own film office, and mm -hmm. some folks call themselves executive directors, which I am. Some are called film commissioners. Um, I am the de facto film commissioner for the state of Kentucky. Okay. I administer, and my office administers, the film incentive for the state of Kentucky. Gotcha. And we work with producers and uh, filmmakers uh, on locations and crew so that when they come in and take advantage of our film incentive, uh, we can direct them to uh, locations and to crew, and we have a database, and it's... It's a it's a great job, man. Now, were you a part of like writing the bill or the the, the I don't not a bill, whatever you call it, the, yeah, it's the a code, the content. I mean, were you the one who said let's oh, go with no, this percentage no, 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 or talk no. about that? Because you guys got a pretty hefty yeah, deal going on. Way back in the day, in two thousand and nine, we instituted an incentive in Kentucky. It was a twenty percent refundable tax credit, which was good. It was it was on par with a lot of the other mm -hmm. states. Um, 
since 2009, though, other states have really come come up to bat sure. on their incentives. And it, like any economic development um, that a state does, you have to compete against not only different states now, but different countries. Yeah. And we're trying to keep film in America. I mean, that's the goal. We got to keep film in America. So in 2015, the state legislature passed a bill that increased our incentive from a 20% to a 30 to 35% wow. fully refundable wow. tax credit with no cap. Whoa, so Whoa. that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. So you're ready to take on whatever comes your way. Well, not everything <laughs> that comes our way. We're, we're not ready for Marvel. We're not ready for Pirates of the Caribbean. But those, those one to five million dollar movies, that's really our wheelhouse. And we can, mm. we can churn those things out. And those are some of the best films. Uh, you, yeah. you brought up Marvel, so let's take a moment. <laughs> yeah, let's that's take, all right. We can do uh, without Marvel in Kentucky. Let's take a moment. We can, we can absolutely do without Marvel in Kentucky. <laughs> Because I know you no have one wants to no one wants to watch that garbage anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just horrible. <laughs> it is not horrible. So here's the thing. I, I understand you have to be political. You're like House of Cards, right? People might die uh, based on what you say or do, and you've got people A working for barrel you. May fall. There on are you. things. <laughs> yeah, there are things that happen in this political bourbon industry. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, on the show since our first episode. So this is, you know, we're, we're celebrating the two-year anniversary, but from episode one, the title was Superheroes Suck. And, <laughs> that was uh, episode one? Episode yeah, one. Oh, episode one. God. And it opened up the great debate between me and my dear friend Alex, who's a director of photography, who loves superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, opened up a great debate. He views it as... Hey, I just want to unwind. It doesn't have to be reality. I don't care if it's corny. Just entertain me. And I view it as an an insult on my intellect <laughs> as a human being. And I want a film that challenges me to be a better person, that, that uh, enables me to experience the human condition. And I absolutely hate him. So, you know, in the tradition of this show, every guest we've ever had on, anyone that's ever been on, always weighs in. Now, here's the thing. Alex, this year, last year was my year. Oh, so year okay. one, there was a lot of people that really were on my side. They loved the documentaries. They loved drama. They, they really wanted to, to have a unique cinematic experience. Year two, just it just went to hell. I mean, it was... <laughs> It was everybody and their brother loves superhero movies. Yeah. And it's just, it's bad. So uh, here we are, second year anniversary. We're here at the Bourbon Mecca. We've got the most powerful man in, in Kentucky cinema yes. sitting with us. What's the verdict, man? you got to pick a side. There well, is no middle ground. You know, since Alex isn't here... I feel like I almost have to stick up for that. Oh guy, my you know? God. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. There Killing is a value. There is a value. Killing me. There is a value to superhero movies. They're not written for you because you're a super guy, okay? And you don't need all of that. But there are people out there that need superheroes in their lives. And and for for Marvel, they've done a great job in in that entire series of films that they've done. Um, and they've reached out to different constituencies. And it's 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 incredible. It may not be for you, and that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> not everything's meant for Brandon. Not everything <laughs> is written for Brandon. But right. um, but no, I love superhero movies. All right. Uh, what's, now, what's your fave? You got a fave? Oh gosh. You got a go-to? That's not that's not even fair to ask. Um, wow. So if I were oh, 
It would have to be Civil War at this point. All right. Uh, that, I'm with you on that. That, that was just really? fan- Yeah. Yeah. Because it's got it, everybody in it, man. It, it's, it's got, got everyone in it. It introduced some new characters. Yeah. Spider-Man is going to be awesome. The third Spider-Man There's, now. They've oh made finally got one right. Spider-Man. Yeah, but they got it right. They finally got it right. Uh, Listen, now I like soon, Andrew Garfield. As soon as you shake uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s hand, you're the man. That's I mean, true. That, that's true. You, you're golden. The, he is going to be Spider-Man. See, now hmm. I have a question, Brandon. Is there any superhero movies that you yeah, at I least make, gone like, all right, I make exceptions. Decent. Are there exceptions? There's the, People who, who, who follow the show know that there's several exceptions to the rule. All right. The first one being The Dark Knight. Okay. So, but I would say that uh, I would argue that that's not, not a superhero movie. And that, I'm kind of with you. And there. I would argue that Batman is not a superhero. Yes. Oh, gosh. It's that, really just a drama. Okay. He's not the hero we It's need. a drama. Why and, is he not a superhero? Well, he doesn't have superpowers. Uh, neither does Iron Man. There's a solid point. Oh, the see, look. Everyone uh, cannot see this look that he just gave me right now. <laughs> look, I I think this is the I will hate not, he has I will not give I will not give debate. a pass. Yeah, I will not, not give yeah. a pass to Iron Man. I will <laughs> gladly uh, forgive Robert Downey Jr. for his atrocities. <laughs> I'm okay. sure he right. appreciates for his that. atrocities. Right. So because Batman is a rich guy that made a suit and fights Super villains. And well, they're Iron not Man, super villains. Man, they're not Iron, super villains. Wait, Iron Man is a rich guy right. that made a super suit that fights super villains. Yeah, but who, what kind of villains does he fight? What? Who? They all have like weird superpowers. Batman the, or, or the Joker, or the Penguin. These are all real guys. They're just like demented. Like you know what I mean? Oh, they're like demented now I dudes. See. You're saying, yeah, they don't have power. They're like demented. They're just average people. You're, that got you're not crazy. against superheroes. You're against superpowers. That could be it. There could be some truth to that. That's, That's what it. it is. There could be some truth to that wow. because I, I really, I don't know. I'm just a big fan. I'm a realist. I like, I like realism in my art. I yeah, like because you know Batman I mean? is very real. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> This guy. Tell Some you deep what. insight into right. Brandon there. All right, yeah, well, that's good. Hey, you know, hey, uh, uh, Alex. I wonder if that line of barrels could be a couch. We'll just lay him down and <laughs> cycle <laughs> peer, yeah. peer into the mind. So, all right, so so you're supporting film. Yes. You've, you've, you administer. You mentioned the word administer. Yes. So we the have office. A, yeah. So, we so have what a, does that mean? Well, there are people in the office that have to be administered. Um, sure. we have We have a film office manager and an administrative assistant. They take care of the website, they take care of the crew and locations database. Um, but I didn't tell you the best part. So in 2015, we enhanced the incentive to a 30 to 35% uh, fully refundable tax credit with no cap. And from 2009 to 2015, we made 11 films in Kentucky with the incentive. In 2016, Ooh. we made 19 films. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we went from making two films a year to making 19. That's great. This year, we anticipate probably around 25. You know what wow. that deserves? Yeah. 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 There we go. So, all right. So let's, 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 let's get into a little, a little fun, uh, talk about some of these films. What, what are, what are some of the, the recent wins or big, uh, reviews or the ones that you guys are like, wow, this was, you well, know, you know, like I said, we're making the smaller ones right now. Um, a lot of Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one, JL Ranch, which was filmed over in LaGrange. Um, it had John Voight in it. Great film. Yeah. 
um, had another one. My mother-in-law watches Hallmark movies. Does she? She loves them. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's actually my family tradition. Is whenever it's like a holiday or something, <laughs> we can never agree on what to watch, so we just watch Hallmark. And, and you put uh, on Hallmark, yeah. and everybody will watch it. Sure. So, yeah, so it's really great. Um, we had another one filmed down in Hart County, Kentucky. Um, it was called An Uncommon Grace, hmm. and great, super little film. Um, and, and what these little films do for the communities is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, just the economic development alone is, is great, and which is why we have the film incentive. But it also brings a community together. You know, when you close down a main street, so you have to film, Yeah, uh, it's a big deal. And everybody comes out and, you know, why are we doing this? And, and it brings a community together. And uh, that's one of the great things about film. People don't realize. Oh, yeah, absolutely. how it brings people together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. No, that's really great. So now, do you, in, in your role, are you... Um, so you're an advocate. You're you're obviously out there, you know, trying to sell in Kentucky. At what level does that happen? I mean, are you traveling the country? Are you meeting with producers? Are you in Hollywood? Are you at conference? How does that work? How does I, one I, sell a state? Well, we were just out in Burbank uh, mm -hmm. at the Locations Conference, the Association of Film Commissioners International. Okay. And film commissioners from all over the world were there and uh, had an opportunity to meet with uh, – executives from AMC, Fox, uh, HBO, Netflix, and they all wanted to know about our incentive, they wanted to know about our location and our crew base. And they're very excited about the opportunity to film in Kentucky because it's kind of an untapped resource. Mm -hmm. Everybody's filming in Georgia. Um, everyone's filming in LA, obviously, in New York. Yeah. But uh, Kentucky is great. I mean, we're so versatile. Yeah. We have all four seasons. You know, Absolutely. if you need snow, you can get snow here. You yep. can't get that in Georgia. Um, we have mountains in the east and yep. plains in the west. We have more inland coastal waterways that are navigable in the state of Kentucky than any other state other than Alaska. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see now that blows. Con I'm contesting that right now. Oh, cool. I don't, I don't. I, <laughs> what's the data on this? What's the data on this? You got um, some. Where's the guy from the uh, Field and Wildlife? committee or whatever <laughs> fish and wildlife so, yeah. yeah what is this see look and it happens every show i mess it up I always, right. I always say something wrong that's all right field mm -hmm. fish and wildlife. all right so uh, so yeah. so how what do you mean by navigatable navigable like swimming no like boat? you can put a boat, boat on it what yeah. kind of boat are we talking about a ship or a boat <laughs> that size of boat are we a talking about okay not a ship not a ship what what's the difference between a ship and a boat do you know oh, man. i don't think is that's there, his department i'm no, just I, that's the, I, I, the nautical department. The administrator of the administrator of the nautical seas. You know, by the way, side note, uh, we had visited. Um, well, uh, we did. All right, how am I going to phrase this? I'm just going to tell you, and then I'll connect it back. But L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> oh God! Wow. Uh, okay. Can uh, it has been told that he can captain any ship on any sea. On any vessel. <laughs> Is that right? So I wonder if he ever navigated through the All seas the of Kentucky. So, yeah. The reason I know this information is uh -huh. we did a documentary years ago, 2012, in Kentucky, one of the only films I've ever done in Kentucky, with Pastor Coots, uh, learning about the story of his serpent-handling church oh, okay. in Middlesbrough. And we were on this thing, and so we were already in sort of this pretty extreme theology world. And then on the way home, there was a new Scientology center in Florence, Kentucky. And we were all like, well, we should cap off this trip 
by going to check out the Scientology Center and like bring it all full circle to where we learned a lot about the legend of L. Ron Hubbard. Wow. So that, yeah. That- he knows a whole lot more about boats than I do. Yeah, I can guarantee. Go. We'll have to ask him about the ship versus boat question. Yeah. So the, uh, but I'm interested to know what, what does that mean? Like you're just talking river, it lakes, like Kentucky Lake. No, like or like what? Kentucky Lake is also it's a, a river. It's a know? thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So the land between land between the lakes, you've got uh, Lake Barkley and Kentucky Lake, um, but you have the Ohio River, which Kentucky owns, by the way. Isn't that a weird fact? So, yeah. Isn't that a strange Yeah, it's yeah. a strange fact. Oh, it's, 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 it's totally a thing. But uh, the great thing is, if you are using the film in sin, you have to film in the state of Kentucky. But if you're on the Ohio River... You're good. You're good. Because you're still in the state, right? Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that means we need to set up our studio on a barge. <laughs> we'll set up the new Float studio on a barge. Between. We'll float it in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's cool, man. Uh, so, so have you? You know, what happened out in, in Burbank? Did you like? You know, how, how do you? How does one make the sell? How do you sell oh, me on? Wow. I come to you. I'm a producer. You know, can, I say, tell me, tell me what you got. What, between, what's it about? Between the incentive itself and and the locations that Kentucky has, it really sells itself. I mean, uh, we have a very very aggressive uh, incentive package. Uh, and it's very easy to apply for and very easy to get refunded. Um, you don't have to jump through a lot of hoops. And unlike other states, you don't have to wait a year to get paid. Um, and that's what's, that's what's really beneficial about Kentucky and our incentive. Um, but apart from the in- incentive, which is great, you have to have a good location to film. And Kentucky yeah. is, is just tops in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Apart from all the things I talked about, we also have natural structures that other states don't have. We have Natural Bridge. And yeah. We have Cumberland Falls, and we have the cave systems yep. down in western Kentucky. Uh, it's one of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, man. I mean, right, man. The longest, longest cave system. Is that still a thing, world. or was that just like a Guinness Book like propaganda? No, that's a thing. Are there really wonders of the world, or are there, is there more now? Mammoth Cave is the seven wonder of the world. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Can you confirm that? Yeah. Is that real? I, I, you know what? I don't know if it's real, but I'm pretty I'm sure it is. It right now. Look it up. Look it up. Frank's we don't, we don't have up. internet access in here. No, we don't have internet access. <laughs> the the whiskey's right. blocking our. I'm pretty uh, sure it's one of the seven wonders of the world. All right, you're gonna get a lot of angry emails if you're wrong. I think you but... got like like the Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls. Like Angel Falls or something. <laughs> yeah, like the two pyramids. In. No. The pyramids of the pyramids. pyramids. The Great Wall of China. China. And Mammoth Cave. I'm not intelligent enough to tell you you're wrong, <laughs> so I'm going to go with it. You're great, man. You're just like whipping it out. Uh, right, <laughs> so that's Cave. fun. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so here's, here's, here's something I need to know. When you're selling Kentucky, right? do you, do you have bourbon at your booth? Is that a thing? Oh, Are you allowed to do that? So Can you, did you set up? Do you, we, what do you got going we on? We had here? these great bourbon glasses. Yeah, that said, you know, had the Kentucky Film Office on it, and they were like, "Oh, where's the bourbon?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, you that? if you come to Kentucky and there film, you go. I'll fill it up for you." Nice. That's the sale. Okay, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, no, we were gonna give out little bourbon minis, yeah. but the conference was. Oh, uh, they they blocked well. it off because they wanted to make their their own money. That's exactly. Yeah, right. I got that. Huh. But no, um, you should have smuggled it in the tradition of the bourbon yeah. pro- prohibition smugglers. Wow. You should have. You should have said, uh, "I'm a government official. We don't <laughs> smuggle anything." <laughs> you can't condone any of that behavior. Uh, of course. So, uh, which, which, speaking of smuggling, 
Do you think we're sitting on top of the stolen barrels no, here? No, we are not. I, here's, I have a theory. No. no, I have a theory. Here we are. We're, in, we're at Buffalo Trace, and I have a theory. It was an inside job. Okay. I think that they... They they set up the stealing of the barrels. The propaganda thing to drive up the price of the pappy. Oh, I don't think so. Absolutely, I think it was an inside job. First hand people here. I'm now. telling no, you, man. I thought the you, same thing. I thought no the same inside thing. job. Thousands of dollars of of pappy that they cannot sell now. Yeah, but that the very fact that it exists and it's in holding drives up the price of the pappy. No. Yeah, it does. No, and here's what's taste, happening right now. My guess, my guess is that price of the pappy. My guess is that the officials they all they all have it, a plan. And oh, at wow. some point, this goes. This is like a conspiracy. <laughs> at now. some point, at some point, they're going to uh, you know sign the deal after some legal time period. Like right now on the books, there's some legal time period. I assume that says uh, this law after 24 years or whatever it might be. Uh, is null and void, blah, blah, blah. So they all know about this, and they're like, hey, here's the deal. We're going to steal the bourbon. It's going to kick into this law. It's going to sit with the government for X amount of time. And then after this amount of time, it's going to be released because it's past the statutes of limitation. And then at that point, the barrels come back, and they release the, like, super-aged, ultra-ancient-ancient, double-pappy-pap, Something or another, triple bonded, government approved, uh, <laughs> stolen whiskey. Government incarcerated. And it's going to be, happy. yeah, yeah. And it's going to be like a million dollars for a bottle. No. And you in Kentucky is getting uh, getting a cut. So the film commission's getting a cut. Oh. Uh, and hopefully, filmmakers drinking bourbon gets a cut. I, you know what? I love. I love this story. <laughs> this is like some Nicolas Cage, are, like Declaration of Independence. Are you crazy writing this down? Is I don't, this, no, is this going to be the plot of your I just, next I, film? I, I believe this is. is true. This is I think this is a true. Kentucky. I think this is a true story, and I think we're sitting on top of the stolen pappy right now. It's well, you, just gonna. You could just keep I on am, picking. I am now an accomplice. It's just up in the air whether or not it's a documentary or not. Yeah, that's all. We just don't know. We just don't know. We just gotta figure that out. Oh, jeez. So, well, that's fun. So. If that were a film, would you watch it? I would definitely watch it. Any any film about bourbon, I'm there. You'd I'm be in it, it, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, and that's that. The whole reason that I started listening to you guys was because of bourbon. <laughs> it wasn't because of film. It, it, <laughs> you see, I mean, you right. think the yeah, opposite. I mean, yeah. Film is it, it is important, but it was yeah. really the bourbon. Yeah, it's fun. We've had a couple of really fun episodes. We've had, um, you know, a lot of different partners and brands. Obviously, Buffalo Trace has been on the show and had and let let us uh, sample and taste the bourbon. And um, well, what's your favorite episode? Since it's the two year anniversary, <sighs> man. You know, let's re- let's do a little, you know. Man, I don't know. There was um, they all kind of blur together. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of blur together. <laughs> I uh, th- th- I enjoyed the show. I like I like when we have on crew. It's a lot of fun. So um, I'm pretty sure your favorite show is when I was on it. Well, I was going to say, isn't he supposed to say yeah, this yeah. one? Yeah, this show. This, one. this show. It's his this show. show. Well, well, we don't know yet. I mean, we're talking about historical reference. We're this only halfway the present. Oh, oh, okay. You know, it's the present. Uh, but I, I really enjoy. Um, you know, one of the things me and uh, Alex set out to do with this show is um, we really wanted to create community, and we wanted to to create a place where filmmakers could feel like they could just hang out and be themselves and just just shoot the bull. And that's kind of how the whole show started, and that's why we we named it Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon because we didn't want to be a, a show that reviewed you know gear. There's plenty of shows that do that way better than us. We didn't want to be a show that did tutorials. There's tons of places that do tutorials and show you how to do gun smoke and fake blood and blah blah blah, all that stuff. Um, 
we did we did not want to be that. And one of the things that we were missing was, you know, hey, where's the where's the shop talk? Where's the car talk for for film? Where's the shop talk for filmmakers where you can just you just kind of shoot the bull and talk about those sorts of things. And we thought, you know, we can fill that space. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what we were always doing on, in our phone calls anyway. So that's, that's how it was born. And, and we, we thought of, okay, well, if we're just shooting the bull, we're, we're probably drinking bourbon. Um, and um, that's how it came about. See, I loved what you were saying earlier about it's a time when you rap on set and everybody afterwards is just sharing a bourbon, talking oh, about yeah. shooting the shit, having a good time. Yeah. And, and that's the thing with community. If you've ever been on a film set, which I know you, you've been oh, able yeah. to pop in on, um, the film community is very tight and we're, uh, you know, we're all, we're all on the same team. And when you, when you spend 10, 12 hours, 15 hours on set with, with a group of people, you, you, you now, I like to call it, you know, you, you've spilled blood together. There's blood on the floor. You're, you're nicked up. You've, you've been in battle and, and that does something, you know, the old saying of, you know, no strangers in a bunker, um, that's that's so true because at the end of the day it, it feels like you were at summer camp and it's like oh can't we, I'll see you next time and everybody's hugging and kissing and it's this great you know thing of of that you shared together and so we thought man we need to bring that to the podcast and that's really what we've done and and we've focused on that we've uh, introduced the Slack channel we've got over 110 Frank is that 120 100 and something. Something around there, well over a hundred people in our Slack group, and it's really become a community. I mean, people are posting everything from, "Hey, here's my demo reel. Give me some feedback." To, yeah. "Hey, what do you guys think about this? I'm thinking about buying this camera. What are your thoughts?" So it's become really this nice help desk forum slash place to hang out. People are, you know, sharing, "Hey, I picked up a new bottle of whatever bourbon," and and kind of, you know, sharing that sort of stuff. And it's really become a community where we help each other out. Hey, I, hey, I got a, a shoot in Seattle. Is anybody know a good gaffer? Is anybody know a good grip? And we're really excited about that. That's what what we started out to do is to create that sort of moment. So to be able to have a show that's lasted two years, that you know, eighty six episodes, um, that has been able to connect, has been tremendous. And so it's really fun for me. You know, back to your question is is when we have on crew, you know, and be able to to talk to guys who are you know a best boy or a grip gaffer, uh, you know, makeup stylist, those sort of things, yeah. and because um, they always bring really unique insight, and I think those are some of the best episodes. Our listeners usually you know write in or feedback and say, hey man, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, as a grip, it was nice to hear another point of view. So, um, so those are kind of. You got a favorite episode, Kyle? Probably um, the one you were on. Right? Yeah, definitely the one. All the ones you're on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so as far as watching stuff, that's one of our, our big questions on the show. What are you guys into? What are you watching right now? Oh, man. I'm reading more scripts than I'm watching shows really? right now. Yeah. So that's part of the gig? People send scripts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, part, of our, part of our incentive uh, in the statute, we have to make sure that there's no obscenity or anything that negatively impacts our economy or our yeah. tourism. You know, because we're not going to incentivize a film that is derogatory to Kentucky. Sure. So um, I have to read all these scripts and certify that before it goes to the authority that votes on it. And uh, so yeah, we're uh, I'm reading scripts and 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 I've actually read more scripts in the past six months than I've seen films in wow. the past six years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. So crazy. how's that changed your view when you watch a movie? Now that you're kind of seeing oh, the behind man. the scenes from the early well, start. It's really weird because I'm I'm meeting folks in the industry. Um, I just saw one film that I just saw, and you're gonna you probably will hate this film. I thought it was great. <laughs> is uh, uh, the Fate of the Furious? 
Okay. Okay. And <laughs> Jeff Haley uh, is one that's of the part s- of the Fast and the Furious. Chain, <laughs> it's one right? of the Fast okay. and the Furious chain. Gotcha. So Jeff Haley is uh, a camera operator on uh, the Fast and Furious films, and I had an opportunity to listen to him talk about his experiences there and some of the stuff that you know the challenges that that they do. And um, so when I watch a film now, a lot of the magic is gone. Oh yeah. Once you see behind the curtain, yeah, the, wizard, it's, it's the so wizard's weird. exposed, man. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But, but, but I appreciate film a whole lot more because I know the challenges yeah. of film. And other people, they just they watch it and they enjoy it on the yeah, surface, yeah. which is great. Um, but wondering, man, how did they get that sure. shot? You know? Yeah. You know, was that a drone or did they have a guy hanging yeah, yeah. out the window? You know, yeah. um, that's why my thing. friends hate me for that reason. Oh, my I'm always like, how do they do that? Like, I'm always questioning the movie or making yeah. fun of things or poking holes or yeah. you can't. It's hard to see things on the surface. You know, my yeah. family hates it because I always pause the movie oh, my and, then I, yeah. and then I curate I it. Lines. So I pause yeah. it and then I go, so guys, check this out. I'd be like, <laughs> what they did here was. Yeah, I'd be like, here's how they pulled this off. Or I'll say something like, I'd be like, did you guys catch that? And they'll be yeah. like, what? And I'll be like, watch this cont- continuity error. <laughs> and then I'll be like, he walks playback. in from left to right, but he walks out from right to left. And there was no door on the side that he walked out. <laughs> and then, like, you know, they'll be like, what? So, and they're like, just watch the movie. And then other things like, you know, story structure. The kids first went to watch or show me Moana. They'd all seen Moana except for me. Yeah. Wife, everybody saw it. So they start playing it, and, and the story begins, and I go, pause the movie. I go, the grandmother's Mufasa. She comes back in a reflection and gives wisdom to her granddaughter. Somehow the granddaughter conquers all, et cetera. And I like, gave the whole plot, and they were like, my son looked at me. He's eight years old, and he thought I was literally seeing into the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for ruining that movie. Sorry. Me. Sorry, everybody. Spoilers. Great film. Great film. Um <laughs> So, uh, so, so, yeah. But when you're not reading the scripts, when I'm not, you, are reading you scripts, are you watching? You guys follow any shows? You man, and the wife? You yeah. got a show you watch? Or? You know, we we love uh, Designated Survivor. Uh, All right, love that show. Um, actually, that's a reality show, right? No, no, no. that's no. about it. Like, There's a lot of surviving reality shows. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, Survivor, we love that that too. Okay, that's that's a, that's a great microcosm of sure. Of, American, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. craziness. But uh, I can't believe that show's still going. Oh yeah, but they they do a great job at yeah, mixing yeah. it up. Um, so I, we watched that. Um, wow, Blacklist. Yeah, I, I haven't Blacklist. seen that yet. I heard it's pretty good. Oh man, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think of all these shows that I have DVR'd that I. Haven't had a chance to yeah, watch. Yeah, we, so we, we finished um, Big Little Lies on HBO. Oh yeah, oh, it's great. Everybody it's keeps really telling me I need to watch oh, that. Was it good? Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's set in Monterey on the West Coast. It's, oh yeah, it's beautiful. You got Nicole Kidman. You got Reese Witherspoon. I mean, oh, all star, awesome. all star cast, just killer. Really good story. It's good. It's really yeah. good. That uh, I've been watching The Path on Hulu, which is uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. He's in a he's in like a cult called Meyerism and. Uh, and he he decides I don't believe in this anymore. But his whole family's in there, so he's conflicted because he's been shunned by his family, but he still loves them. And he realizes like I need to kind of rescue them. But then there's this crazy season two. There's this crazy flip, and you're like, what? How's that gonna work out? It's pretty good. What about I, you? I've been all into Netflix recently. Most most of the stuff I've been watching is Netflix. Um, just finished probably season two, The Get Down. 
I, yeah, I like that. Did you I didn't start. I, I didn't start season two yet. I liked season one. Season one was amazing. We're gonna have um, one of the guys, one of the editors, the special effects guys. He's gonna be on the show. Probably that worked down? on the get nice, down. Yeah. Nice. They 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 worked in a lot of animation this year. There's it's a lot weird. of animation. Kind of like the reminiscent of the old Fat Albert animation. Yeah, definitely. Kind of. I'm wondering, remember Fat Albert? Yeah, I remember that. Hey, hey, hey. That was a great impression. <laughs> that was an awesome. Or, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought season two was good. It definitely was not as strong as season one. Yeah. But I, I'm hoping that's the wrap up. I hate when shows continue going and going and going yeah, when yeah. they just don't need to. I just the love stories. the uh, I love the party scenes. Yeah, that's, that's really like what the whole thing for, is. Just, yeah, is yeah. when they're just getting it in the have club. You, have you seen it all? It's, no, it's, I it's Boz, Boz Lerman. He did uh, like Romeo and Juliet, oh, like yeah. over the top sort of uh, stage uh, directing and uh, wardrobe and all that stuff. But it's about um, New York in the '70s and the birth of hip hop. Oh man, it's fun, man. What's it called? It's called The Get Down. The Get yeah. Down. Yeah, check it's it out. pretty good. Um, what else are we watching? No one. Um, no one. I, I just gotta, saw go uh, a good movie called Hacksaw Ridge. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh well, no! I know. First, you caught me off guard. I was like, "No, yes, we did see Hatsaw Ridge together, didn't we, Kyle?" Yeah. Oh my gosh! So it came down. We've got a story for you. Okay. And it I, happened. I can't wait to hear it. It happened in Kentucky. Oh my! This is a great film, Kentucky story. It was not, this film was not filmed in Kentucky. <laughs> no, no, not at all. We had to come down. So our company is headquartered in Louisville. Mm-hmm. We have a satellite office in Cincinnati. We've got another office in Indianapolis. And we had to come down for a big meeting. We have two big meetings a year. They're called the State of the Business, also internally referred to as the SOB. <laughs> so yeah. we have two SOB meetings a year. And um, they're they actually long. started giving out an SOB award yeah. to people. So they're the yeah. biggest SOB, biggest in, the SOB in the company. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, no irony there. So it's a lot of fun. We got a fun company. And they. Um, but it's a long day. I mean, it's an all-day meeting. Mm-hmm. It's and you're you're going. Every department shares, you know, their reviews, there's financials, all that stuff, and it's a long deal. So I decide, you know, man, I'm not getting up at four in the morning driving to Louisville to sit in a chair for eight hours. So I told Kyle, I was like, we're going down, we're going down the night before, and so he was skeptical at first. Well, I didn't get the whole. I didn't understand the whole package you were throwing in with this. <laughs> you had a romantic dinner out of it, a nice bottle of wine. <laughs> wow! I typically like sweet. to, you know, what I mean, like if, I, I want to do things right. So yeah, we ended up having this nice dinner, wine, the whole deal. So uh, we go back. We were sharing a room, and uh, we go back Too to. Too bad. Uh, it's not that type of story. Yeah, yeah, not that type of story. So we're there, and and you know, it's ten. You know, we, we're not going to stay out late. We got this meeting tomorrow, but you know, we're not tired yet. I said, how about a movie, you know? So, um, surely enough, I, at, most hotels don't have this anymore, yeah. but the courtyard we were at still had pay-per-view. Interesting. Oh. So, we dial up, we look at and they got movies, and uh, we decided between, it was between Hacksaw Ridge and Lion. And, Lion. Yeah. and Lion's this, this film about this boy who was adopted from India, and he grows up and starts to have back... Uh, starts to remember his childhood. Yeah, starts to remember yeah. his childhood. Right. Nicole Kidman is his mom, and mm-hmm. he starts to, to go on this journey to find his real mom. Right. And we're both kind of like, ah, oh, man, that sounds like a really good movie. And then we're like, Mel Gibson, Hacksaw Ridge. We're like, we know what this is about. It's going to be pretty predictable. <laughs> we, yeah, we already know the like, end of we this. We kind of know. It's based on a true story or whatever. So we thought, let's just do this if we fall asleep or if it's bad. Like, no one cares. cares. So Not the greatest TV in the world. We wanted to watch the <laughs> the, the really good movie when we were actually yeah. paying attention. Bad know? TV, the whole deal. So we, we, we turn it on. And, of course, just like we predicted, I mean, very predictable. We were finishing lines early yeah. on, like – 
every other line we were kind of finishing what they were going to say. I think my favorite part was Hugo weaving over overacting in the beginning. Yeah, just going oh, crazy. Just tons of overacting, and uh, so anyway, we're enjoying the film, and we get in. Was it fifteen twenty minutes in? No, it was way in early. I, we were both like probably falling asleep. Yeah, we're probably thirty. 30 to 40 minutes in. We're both losing interest really quick. Yeah. I mean, we know what's going to happen. This guy saves people, whatever. He doesn't want to pick up guns. And all of a sudden, there's this sort of flicker across the screen. Well, digital glitch, yeah. Digital glitch, this sort of thing. And it's kind of weird, you know? And um, I, Well, I thought it was just another like flashback to Hugo Weaving again or yeah, something the first time. Something there, you know? We're kind of like, huh. And no one really said anything, you know? <laughs> but we're both kind of like, what, you know, what's going on here? And then... And, a little bit later, it happens again, and he starts cracking up laughing. Of course, I start cracking up laughing because we both saw the same thing both times. And what had happened was can't even say it yet. What had happened? It was very, very clear. What happened was there was a glitch in the pay per view system. Oh no! And somehow, no. in the middle of Hacksaw Ridge, we were getting glimpses of pornography. Oh my. God. Just little glitches. Just little moments, like little peers into the thing. The first time it happens, oh you don't want to say God. anything. You're like, no, I didn't yeah. I didn't see that. That's not happening. <laughs> and then the second time, you're like, no. And it, and it was happening in, like, battle scenes. Like, you're in these like, people's heads are getting blown off. And then all of a sudden, boom, a little sneak peek of, you know, something. And oh, uh, no. But it was the greatest thing because neither oh of us were interested God. in this movie. Then all of a sudden, this it became the greatest movie ever. We because, were so interested. Because in, in, we had to see how it played not out. Not because of the content because it was like you didn't know when it was going to come. It right. was kind of like, you know, it's like the old trick yeah. of like, uh, you know, uh, you know, you, you touch something, you get shocked, and then you're kind of like, uh, I wonder if it's going to happen again sort of thing, like because of the carpet or whatever. It was like that, and you were kind of like, uh, is this going to happen? Like, is it going to happen, like, you know, during an integral part of the movie? It now became like this amazing movie. Well, then Kyle brings up maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life, and he says, <laughs> so Kyle goes, you know, he goes, Imagine what the other guy's thinking. The, the room next door <laughs> ordered, pornography. <laughs> ordered pornography. He's trying to watch a porn, and every now and again, he gets a glimpse of somebody's head blowing off from a war movie. Andrew Garfield reading a Bible verse. Yeah. So, it, yeah, exactly. So we got to laughing so hard, and it was just like it now became just a great, great film experience to which I, I leveraged at our meeting, and I told the story. And uh, and I was able to work it into a business yeah, at meta- a business meeting. I worked it into a business metaphor. A metaphor. Yeah, I, t- I said uh, to the company, I said, you know, I said that film for us was was pretty predictable and had become, you know, kind of, you know, we didn't really care. I was like, but all of a sudden, we were presented with the porn glitch. I was like, now we cared. It was. It, we we didn't know it changed the game for this film. Like it was like it was interesting and what was going to happen and why was it happening and what is going on and you know you're thinking about what what if this was Moana and I was with my family you know yeah. <laughs> so it just it added all these layers now it became really interesting and so I challenged our company I said guys you know what I said there's a lot of advertising companies out there and and they're all pretty much the same I was like but every now and again one comes along and there's a glitch and I said guys be the porn glitch. <laughs> So I, I saying, don't know how you, you sell just about that anything. Is so I like brought inspiring. it. I brought it back around, and so, so now, inspiring. of course, it's it's now becoming an inside joke in the company. So I've already heard several people say, "Oh yeah, you know, be the porn glitch, buddy," and I'm like, "You're welcome." <laughs> wow. So to clarify, we are not <laughs> diversifying into. We do porn. not. No. We do not create and film porn. 
And uh, disclaimer, yeah, of disclaimer. Hey, but we do not incentivize. It is, yeah, so we don't incentivize it. in Kentucky either. But however, it is. It was a funny moment. Uh, so aside from uh, the films and those sort of things, what what else are you guys doing? What are you working on right now? What's Man. the what's the hot thing? Well, you know, bourbon is hot. Yeah, it is. So I get to do film and bourbon, just like nice. this podcast. It's awesome. Um, I also administer the tourism development incentive. And that helps companies that want to come in and create a tourism destination, like a distillery, wow. um, to recoup some of their construction costs. So even Buffalo Trace took ad- advantage of that in building their visitor center and uh, refurbishing the Dickel Building, which we yeah. had a chance to go take a look at. Yeah, that was the uh, what they call Bourbon Pompeii, right? Bourbon are we allowed Pompeii. to talk about can we, ta- are we, can we right. talk about that? We can yeah. Okay, cool. We got the nod. You want to set it up? I don't know if I can do it as well as Freddie did, but oh, Freddie was the um, man. Yeah, apparently they were building an elevator shaft and up, picked up some concrete and found the base of what was it the distillery? Was it? It was it was the base of the original distillery that that Dickel had built. Yeah, this That's is like insane. yeah, eighteen hundred, seventeen hundred yeah. or something crazy. But we we got a sneak peek of it today, and it was absolutely beautiful. And yeah. they're planning on being able to show you how they actually made, you know, sour mash back in the day in the area. And it was awesome. They actually had these uh, walkover grates. Just, oh, it's oh, nice. Gold it's really rails. Nice. Yeah, gold I mean, rails this thing is part of the experience, which, you know, if you're, if you're listening, um, I cannot stress enough. I've, I've actually done the bourbon trail myself on motorcycle several years ago. I've been to multiple tours. This is really uh, what, what I would consider one of Kentucky's Wonders of the world. I mean, Mammoth Cave. <laughs> We're back <laughs> to this. Let's be honest. Mammoth Cave, it's okay. It's awesome. The hey, Bourbon don't, Trail. Don't get, don't, don't knock Mammoth Cave. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't compare Mammoth okay. Cave to get Mammoth out of here. Cave is awesome. I get it's okay. a it's a wonder of the world. Right. It Stonehenge. It's okay. Yeah. It's but okay. yeah, it's the right. Bourbon Trail, the Bourbon Trail, is this whole other thing, man. It's it it's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, and you can take tours, and you can. There's so much history, and you can. There's tastings. There's fresh bourbon balls, which are amazing. Oh yeah, we're gonna um, have some afterwards. Yeah. So if you are if you are uh, listening to the show, I really encourage you. No matter where you're at, plan a trip. You know, uh, you can do it in a long weekend. Uh, come on down. And the countryside's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, you'll see the state like like never before doing this trip. You'll see all the different distilleries. Definitely be sure you come to Buffalo Trace. This place has so much history. They've got the pappy. They've got the stolen pappy. Um, they've got, <laughs> they do not have the stolen got, pappy. They've got everything uh, you could ever uh, imagine. So now you definitely did that make that on happen. Motorcycle, your yeah. first time around. Well, we didn't. We weren't drinking. Well, obviously, I'm yeah. not. Yes. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was awesome. That sounds two great. days. Yeah, it was, real, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Windy roads, just the smell of bourbon in the air. So it's I have beautiful. the opportunity to help all of these distilleries that are, you know, with the building these uh, visitor experiences, yeah. they call them. Um, I was just down at, I hate to talk about other bourbon distilleries when we're at Buffalo Trace, oh, but, but I was just down at Makers. We're all friends yeah. here. And, it's uh, all family. Uh, oh, yeah. Makers 46, they just opened that mm-hmm. up, that cave. And, yeah. And uh, that's a great uh, visitor experience down there as well. You, you so. know, to, to your point, one of the cool things about the bourbon industry is, is there definitely there's a camaraderie. There is. Um, and I know, and I'm, I'm not sure the story Freddie would know, but the, one of the distilleries, it may have been Jim Beam or Turkey, one of them caught on fire. 
Yes. If you Google, if you Google on the yeah. internet, you will find a fire NATO mm-hmm. that spawned uh, out of like Heaven yeah Hill. the river of bourbon um, that got it caught on fire. They lost all this bourbon, and from what I was told. There were definitely um, other distilleries that pitched in and helped out and um, helped people sort of get back on their feet and and helped them out with whether it was they needed grain or they needed you know whatever it is they needed. But um, and that's the kind of camaraderie that we've seen. And and oh, I know yeah. that with some of the the uh, the more um, the micro sort of distilleries that we've had on the show, there's there just seems to be sort of a camaraderie in the industry where um, although it is competitive. The bourbon and the history and the sort of the legacy of it is a little bigger than well, you, know. you know. These so it's kind of nice. These master distillers are like brothers, yeah, and sisters in some cases. There, there are female master distillers yeah. in, in Kentucky, and and it's amazing when you get them all together. They are like a family. Yeah, and uh, it's great to see. And it rising tides lift all boats. Absolutely, and, and and that is really the motto of of our bourbon industry in Kentucky. When when one bourbon company does well, they, they all do well. Yeah, and they well, share it. They share the success. Yeah, and there's there's a plenty of rising tides in Kentucky because of oh, all yeah. the waterways. Yeah, are you, sure, <laughs> are you sure it doesn't lift boats or does it lift? It ships? might lift ships as well. Yeah, and, um, and you know what? And we have more bourbon barrels in Kentucky than we have people. Is that true? I yes, I, it yeah, is. I've heard that too. I've heard that. Too. I don't know, yes, man. I'm skeptical have, on this no, data. Listen, listen. This is got a skeptical if data. If you want to, you can prove me if you want to. But we have more bourbon barrels in Kentucky than we have people. Really? Think about that. Think about that. Wow. If you tried to drink as I, much bourbon, yeah. as we have in this Rick House alone, well, you. I mean, die. Wh- what did you say <laughs> <laughs> when, when when you were talking about? Okay, this is your. Two-year anniversary. Yep. Yeah. How much bourbon have you drank on this show? Yes, alone. We, we in two years? just on just during the show tapings, we estimated roughly around five gallons. Okay, so that's one barrel. Which we were told, well, not one barrel. It's one barrel of Pappy. Okay. After twenty-five years. That's right. Because a barrel is about fifty-five gallons, mm-hmm. and so we we've drank five gallons. So so yeah. Wow. Still a lot of bourbon. Is That's that, a lot. Is that the amount you told your doctor? <laughs> no, I did. Oh, so I did. I had a recent checkup, so I'm getting. I'm becoming an old man, right? So I'm 38, pushing 39. I've got high cholesterol, all that stuff. And uh, they always ask you, know, you know, do you drink? <laughs> to which I said, "How much do you drink?" And I'm like, "How do you want to answer this? Like, are we, like, <laughs> do you want the ounce? Do you want?" Answer? I was like, "Do you want the ounce? Do you want the glass? Do you want the like? How are we measuring? Yeah, are we doing like you measure a fish? Like it was this yeah. big?" And they're yeah. like, "Well, just kind of in general." I'm like, "Well, I'm like every Thursday, I have about four ounces, and then I was like, and then you got weekends, and I'm like, <laughs> and, and so they were they were like." Okay, put down however many days or whatever. See, what I was told is whenever a doctor writes I actually don't drink down, that much bourbon, though. Whenever a doctor writes down how much you drink or smoke, they always double it. Yeah, Just to be sense. safe. Yeah. So yeah. they probably wrote down 10 gallons yeah, on yeah. your form. But I'm, I'm really not. I mean, I do like <laughs> bourbon a lot, but I'm really, I don't drink that much. I just I consistently drink it on Thursdays and Fridays, usually when we tape the show. And, Except uh, today. We're not drinking yeah. today. Well, there will be some bourbon that we drink today at some point. Um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I've got a. Do you guys have like a collection? Are you guys bourbon collectors? I've got a small, very small collection. I've got a very small collection, like um, five. I I have Buffalo Trace. Um, my favorite right now is Weller. 
Yeah. I mean, that's just, I, I'm all over it. And there's supposed to be like this 12, 12 year Weller and I can't find it anywhere. Yes. I mean, it is like rare. Yeah. Heard about that. And then supposedly there's an ancient, ancient age. Yes. Double which, ancients. Well, no, he was talking about, so the ancient, ancient age, uh, turned into that I love. Sh- I don't think you can say it. It was kind of a, in proprietary information, he gave us a little wink and nod on that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's don't right. say that. No, don't. Yeah, don't no. say it. Just I don't go know by what it. you're talking about. That I am. All I right. Don't know. <laughs> the ancient ancient. If you want it, it's still there. It's, it's just called something well, else. You can find it in Over the Rhine, where our office is based. Yes. It's for some reason I, I heard that Over the Rhine drinks more ancient ancient age than anywhere else. Is it, you can't find it. It's just maybe you're to leave maybe that's because gone. somebody down there bought a, a a lot of it. Well, it keeps coming. Huh. So interesting. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's fun. I like to try new bourbons. I mean, I always have, you know, you know, Buffalo Trace is in my sort of go-to standby. Um, and I'm not saying that just because we're here. I, it's great yeah, bourbon. It um, is great bourbon. Uh, I like Bullet a lot. Um, I have a bottle of Hudson. It's a New York bourbon. It's really good. That's no Hudson. such thing as that. Yeah. No. What do you mean? You, you can't make bourbon outside of Kentucky. Yes, you can. No, How do you, you not know this? Look, you can make whatever no, you want. Absolute, no, you can absolutely make bourbon. No, yes, listen, you can. No, teach you nothing no, 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 no. You can absolutely, and I know you're going to protect your office, which I respect, but you only have to be 50% corn in a single oak barrel in the United States, period. That is That's not it. true. That is absolutely true. Now I, I contest your. Facts. That is that. Compare facts. Hey, that is absolutely true. There now, are here's, two definitions. Now, there's what they say in Kentucky, and there's what they sorry, say in the here's, U.S. Here's yeah. here's what you would uh, where you might be leaning towards is you cannot label it Kentucky bourbon whiskey unless it's in Kentucky. But absolutely, Wyoming whiskey, which he, in, which in, in Freddie just heart, talked about. Am I right? Boom, done. Authority. Oh, you okay. just got shut down. <laughs> The yeah. office is closed. <laughs> All right. In, in our hearts, there's only one true bourbon, and it comes from Kentucky. That's Trust exactly right. Trust me. I love Kentucky bourbons. Man, I can't love wait them. for Alex to come back on the show. <laughs> I, I don't mind him being gone. I get you to know come what? Hey, I'm great. sure superheroes only drink Kentucky bourbon. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure that's the case. But the rest of us who aren't as special will settle for not Kentucky bourbons. Yeah. But there's some good – I challenge you. There's some good non-Kentucky bourbons. See, I'm going to say something that you're probably not going to like, but I've I've been drinking a lot more rum recently than bourbon. Yeah, so I've been collecting you're, more rum. You're a, you're you dabble. You like <laughs> to dabble. <laughs> Is yeah. that what you call an alcoholic? Yeah, you get in there, yeah. <laughs> Is dabbler? You dabble. Uh, so my next question that I want to I want to know is what is what's what's the next thing? Oh gosh. So you you know you you guys are. You're pushing Wait. the incentives. You're really <clears throat> trying to grow it. You you want to bring in people. We're pushing the incentives. What's the next thing? We're rebranding. Our, our film office. Um, we're going to revamp our website. We'll probably roll that out uh, next month. It's kyfilmoffice.com. Mm-hmm. You can go on there to apply for the incentive. You can look at our crew database. If you're in Kentucky and you're uh, you know, a part of a film crew, uh, whether it's a gaffer or a camera operator or whatever, uh, register yourself on our website. Uh, you can actually go on there yourself, create a login, and register. Um, if you have a film location, you can contact us. We'll get that location up in our location database on the website. But it's kyfilmoffice.com. There's three legs to the filmmaking stool. Crew, incentive, and studios. Okay. Okay. What's the difference? Well, incentives we have. We're working on building our crew base 
and we're going to have actually an online training component that'll be able to cross-train folks that are hmm. in other industries. But for example, if you're an electrician and you've never worked on a film set but you want to, uh, you can take this course, get certified to work on a film set, and now you've taken uh, a skill that you have and transferred that over to film. That's amazing. You're creating a whole new market of jobs. That's exactly right. People, and that's just wonderful. Yeah. That's so, awesome. And apart from that, so you have crew. We have the incentive. Now we need studios. And so we're talking with uh, studio developers and, and trying to get uh, some studios to come into Kentucky because studios create a basis of other industry that moves in to service that studio. And, and really, so what we're looking for ultimately is economic development. Yeah. Economic development and jobs for Kentucky, and that's what this incentive is about. So we're pushing, we're pushing to get as much return on investment from this incentive as possible. And the way to do that is to employ people and to create businesses. And that's that's what we're working on. That's awesome, man. That's really exciting. Kyle, anything you got, you got hopping? What's, what's new in your world, man? Hopping in my world? Yeah. I mean, uh, it should have a, uh, a gin bottle coming out finally this year. Oh, yeah, you did a label for Gin Bottle, yeah. huh? It's been a long time coming, but it's uh, the oldest, uh, one of the oldest bars in the nation, Arnold's Bar and Grill in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, it, it, Esquire Magazine put it top 10 um, in the world. So uh, guy who runs it, Chris Breeden, great guy. Um, been dabbles just about everywhere. He loves artists, and he, he always connects to them. Um, but he wanted to make a, back in the day during Prohibition, they had a bathtub gin. So he's yeah. doing a throwback to it, and they're doing their own line of gin. And if that, you know, that gin back in the day may have actually come from the Kentucky waters of the Ohio River. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Because that, they, yeah. they own it. That's right. The whole thing. That's exactly right. The whole thing. The All whole the thing. way to the shore so, of the Ohio. Well, that's great, man. Well, I'll tell you, uh, this has been a great, great podcast. Really excited um, about what, what's happening with our show. Um, we've got some cool things. Um, one of the things, if you didn't catch the last episode, uh, we've got a great partner with Light in Motion. They've got a light called the Stella Pro, I believe, and they're giving that away. So just a reminder, um, and Frank, I don't know, do we know when we're going to select... May 15th. Frank, Frank's got it under control. May 15th, we're going to select the winner. But if you want to connect, uh, holler at us on either Facebook or on Twitter, and you need to mention at FDB Podcast. You need to include the hashtag Stella Pro Lights and hashtag FDB Giveaway, and we'll enter your name to win for that. As always, um, if you can, uh, sign up for the Slack group. Um, you know, we'd encourage you guys to spread the word uh, with uh, all the Kentucky filmmakers. Get on to fdbpodcast.com. We have a Slack group that is just, it's becoming a great community. Over 100 people, filmmakers from all over the uh, the, the, the country. Um, a great place to share tips, tricks, uh, get good feedback. And one of the things that makes our group unique, a lot of podcasts, a lot of uh, filmmaker networking groups, Let's anybody in who pays the fees. We decided to go a different route. We decided there are no fees, but it's fully vetted by real filmmakers. So Frank, Alex, me, we look at everyone who submits. We look at their reel, and we wow. look at what they, what they are doing and what they've done to ensure that they are actually working in this industry. They're a real working person, not just somebody who thinks it's a hobby or fancies themselves as a filmmaker but really doesn't do it. Um, and so everybody in there is, is legitimate. And so the feedback you get, the networking, the encouragement is all real real filmmakers. And that's been uh, a pretty neat thing to see happen. So, so do that. 
And um, as always, you know, if you have not had a chance to uh, rate and review the show, that is a big help to us. We're trying. Maybe, maybe Jay, this is where the office can help. All We're right. trying to get 100 reviews before our 100th episode. Oh. We're on episode 86. A hundred good reviews? Well, we just want honest <laughs> reviews. We want, we want honest want reviews. Okay. We want honest right. reviews and ratings right. because um, we'd love them to be good. Uh, and if you would like to listen to all 86 episodes to make an informed decision, that's great. Otherwise, I would uh, recommend listening yeah, don't to... don't base it on this one. Go for the first one to get where it all started. And then from there, jump into something that sounds interesting in the middle. Um, if you're more interested in the bourbon, we got some good bourbon episodes. If you want filmmaking, there's some other ones there. People seem to love the episode on shutter speed. They love it. People huh. love shutter speed. Um, and uh, the, there's uh, some other great episodes. So check those out uh, as well as um, spread this one and share it. And uh, give us that rating and review. It really helps to get the exposure for what we're trying to do. And you know, we look forward to the future. I, I feel like this will not be the last time you're on the show. Oh, it's not. Definitely I not. I feel it's like, you know, you know, the fact that we are the premier world filmmaking and podcast, filmmaking and bourbon podcast, it's it's this was meant to be. This was meant to be. This it, is it, only the beginning. I've heard you're the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> this podcast is the eighth it's wonder the of the eighth world. Wonder it is. It is. So, um, but man, really, world. really appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming on well, the show. I, you know, thank you guys for coming, and thank you to Buffalo Trace oh, yeah, for hosting us. They're amazing. They've been absolutely yeah. fantastic. They're, they let us set up like a studio. Yes. In their barrel house. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. This is crazy. Literally sitting on b- barrels. Millions. Of, yeah. This is a million dollar episode. Yeah. You guys have to check out the photos. <laughs> yeah, definitely check out the photos. But thank you for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, awesome. I'll just give a little plug for our Twitter Absolutely. page. Absolutely, yeah. How do, we, how do people get connected? You and- can get connected to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just go to at KY Film Office. Okay. It's the same for all of them, at KY Film Office. And, you know, we were talking earlier before the podcast, you're looking for people to move here. We and are. really put down roots and say, hey, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a, I'm a part of the crew. I'm part of the grip. I'm a gaffer. And I, I'm here to stay, and I'm here to play. Hey, listen, Kentucky's a great place to work, but it's also a great place to live. Yeah, you for know, sure. We have so much to do here. It's not just the bourbon distilleries, but we have a lot to do here. In addition to that, we've got a lot of folks that have graduated from Kentucky schools, um, mm-hmm. Western and Asbury and UK and UofL, and they've gone to L.A. or to Georgia to film. Yeah. You know, I just want them to come back to come their home. old Kentucky home. It's time to come home. You know, come home and film. When you're making film and you're all alone, come to your old Kentucky home. That was beautiful. Brandon. Man, that was absolutely beautiful, Brandon. I don't know what just happened there. It was a moment. That was, oh, a, that was a real good moment, times. Man. Well, but, man, it's been great. And, uh, man, we'll have to do this again sometime yeah, soon. Love it. All love right, it. excellent. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks, Cheers. Man. Cheers. Congratulations on two years, Brandon. Yeah, man. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We can, let's cap this thing off. All right. We're going to go set off to the uh, Kentucky River, eat some bourbon balls, sip on some bourbon. So, uh, cheers, guys. Cheers.